Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. First and foremost, I'm happy that we've obviously taken the three points there because I was absolutely convinced that Fulham were going to be a team to beat us, that we were going to have lost to City, Fulham, and then City again. But obviously we've won. We've won away. Good three points. Well, I say good three. Was it a good three points? Because I kind of just feel that that's uh, part of the, the long-running theme of this season, which has been, were Spurs actually good there? Or were our position just not very good? I don't know. I don't know. Um really boring game <laughs> it's a really boring game and it feels really uninspiring um don't really have an awful lot to say about it there's obviously a lot of stuff going on this week we've seen what yesterday I think or was it this morning I can't remember it all blends into one doesn't it I think it's this morning there's some talk that Harry Kane might extend his contract at Spurs some people are saying that's the club briefing trying to get fans back on side some people say that's Harry Kane's people trying to motivate the club into spending some money this January transfer window. I mean, maybe it's not as naive to suggest, I suppose, but maybe. Maybe it's just that Harry Kane actually does love the football club and he is loyal to it. I've seen some people suggest that he might be coming back tail between his legs because there hasn't been much interest there. I don't buy that. Anybody, anybody in this division will have Harry Kane in their team. Maybe not this summer, but they'll have him on a free for definite. There'll be a, a queue out the door. What door is that, you ask? I don't know. But it's been a week, hasn't it? Maurizio Pochettino linked with taking the job back. Is it the best time? Is it a good idea at all? Should you go back? I don't know. But also, I don't really care. It'd be quite good, wouldn't it? I mean, it's the one manager in my 37 years on this planet. So let's say consciously, I probably have, you know, really followed Tottenham since what? 10 years old, 9 years old, 10 years old, I guess. Really remembering it. So it's at least 27 years of Tottenham being not very good, really. Little patch under Martin Yell, patch under Harry Redknapp. Lovely Champions League run under Harry Redknapp. But that was, you know, that was a classic kind of underdog. Let's see how far we can get type story. Spurs under Pochettino. We actually believed. I actually started to believe quite as firmly that we were going to win the Champions League. I believed that we were going to win the Premier League at some point. 
and obviously that didn't happen did it I don't need to remind you of that but still so you know the kind of the idea that he was a failure or anything like ah, turn it in man turn it in this that's a complete revision of history and I think it's just nonsense it's just not it's not it's not real that's not to say that if he comes back, we will be seeing exactly the same thing we saw the last time. But it does feel as if there's unfinished business there, right? You know? And I think that's the thing you've never been able to escape with uh, with the Pochettino links. There's always It's always felt like there's unfinished business. He said it himself, didn't he, on a Sky thing the other day, basically just saying in his heart he always knew that he was going to and wanted to cross paths with that club again because to, to finish the work. You know, there you go, literally, unfinished business. So, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? Some very vocal uh, anti-Daniel Levy chanting today at the game could be heard throughout the match. Predominantly, we want Levy out. Say we want Levy out. I think there's also a bit of Daniel Levy get out of our club. Which is fine. Good. Good on people for making themselves heard. I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm at that place now where I'm like... I think it's time for him to step aside. I've spoken about this on several pods. The pod with Lara the other day spoke about it pretty much at length. Um, mainly that I think just to reiterate that I think Daniel Levy's done a great job absolutely fantastic job of turning Tottenham into the team that they are today and I know some people will be saying what a team that doesn't win trophies yeah it's very funny but a team that's gone from being a just a Premier League make weight into one of the best teams in the division one of the best teams in Europe um Best stadium in the world, which you know does count for something, even if you know many of us do miss old White Hart Lane and all that type of stuff. But I think now that we've arrived at that level, I just don't think he's. I don't think he's cut out for it. I think that's the easiest way of putting it. I don't think he's cut out for it. I think his decision making is increasingly questionable. Um. It just it just seems like a, a strange mess of his own making, really, now, everything that's going on. Um, it seems completely bizarre. Obviously, we've been linked with Zanolo. Antonio Conte's number one guy, apparently. At least in an attacking sense. Roma want to sell him, or at least have a loan with an obligation to buy him, it seems, from the... Whatever we're seeing are coming out of the Italian press anyway, the Spurs don't want the obligation to buy. And I wonder why that is, you know. But really, if that's factoring into our decision-making so much, it just seems so strange that we're writing off half a season because if we know that Conte's going in somewhere, if we know that we don't want to extend his contract, are we just wasting half a year? Should we be getting Poch back now or whoever, whatever manager, letting them have half a year to get up to speed? assess the squads, see who they like, see who they can work with, see who adapts well to their ideas, who doesn't, and then start the 
process of gutting and recruiting in in summer but no you know I guess to be a massive payout for Conte and that as much as it's easy for us sort of armchair pundits and whatever to to write oh just just write off seven million pounds just just write it off in like some sort of compensation is what I mean it's probably life doesn't really work like that does it um it probably is. I mean, being real, it probably is still a, a drop in the ocean to these people, isn't it? But still a lot of money. <laughs> still a lot of money to just write off. So, you know, that's how it is. It's all a bit of a mess. Um, but I, it feels a bit different this time. I know there was, there was that kind of protest outside the car park the other day. Not many people turned up, but, you know... It's a freezing cold weekend and Flav was talking about this on the little fighting cock preview thing the other day. No, the fighting cock he did with um, Bardi, they did one talking about all this type of stuff. And it's true in, in what he says in that clubs in England and especially in like London, the fan bases just don't mobilise that easily, you know. They're spread out across a huge distance like maybe there's something in there this isn't what Flav was saying but I'm wondering if there's something in the sort of societal cultural architecture of a massive city like London nobody really yeah it's funny ever since I moved out of London people say hello to each other and it's you know you're just on a walk in the morning people say hello it's, it's quite weird getting used to it at first but I actually quite like it now it's like muscle memory you know, but you just don't, you don't do that, do you? You don't do that in town. Um, it's a weird one. Um, people saying hello doesn't really have anything to do with fan bases mobilising, does it? But, you know, I, I feel like I was onto something somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, not many people showed up, but freezing cold weekend. The problem is, as well as they were sort of touching on on that podcast that really when you take a step back from it we're what fifth sixth in the Premier League we're in the Champions League knockout stages we're doing all right in the FA Cup we've still got a you know a decent squad of players we've got Antonio Conte as our manager it's not really... We're not Everton, right? I'm pretty sure if we're in Everton's position right now, the numbers for an anti-Daniel Levy, anti-Enoch protest would be in their thousands. Um, so, you know... I think it's... You know, I, I whatever. Fair play to anybody that went. Fair play to anybody that didn't, you know. Just fucking leave people alone. Stop policing what other people do, basically. Unless it's like, you know, really actually grim stuff. Uh, but today's game, yeah. <sighs> you know, it was one of those, wasn't it? One of those. Harry Redknapp, uh, Harry Redknapp, fucking hell. Harry, <laughs> Harry Kane, um, equaling Jimmy Greaves' record. Fantastic goal. Man of the match, apparently. Um, so is that I didn't even know that was still a thing anymore, Man of the Match Awards, but apparently it is. 
And the Spurs go marching on. Let's do the players. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hugo Lloris made some good saves today when called upon. Doesn't like catching a ball, does he? Ever. Loves a parry, but... Whatever. No fuck-ups today. And a couple of really nicely kind of outstretched fingertip type saves. The type that we're kind of, you know, used to from Lloris. Doesn't change my feeling that we need to change like change him up ASAP. But at least he's not just leaking goals. Um, well, he is. But at least he wasn't leaking goals today. Maybe he's... Uh, I don't know, I couldn't find some analogy for fixing a leak. There you go. Maybe he's fixed the leak. Christian Romero. Strong performance today. Bit rash at times. There's a high boot. Um, I think Perisic as well had a high boot in the game. But I'm pretty sure Romero did. He ended up getting booked for something else. Fairly innocuous, I think. But he's, you know, he's a solid player. Gets stuck in. There's a lot of thrust from him. Um, given that he's one of the pieces in this chess game of scandal that Paratici is embroiled in at the moment, let's hope we don't lose him. Um, something to do with underpaying or overpaying, I'm not sure. But he's all a part of it. But I'd quite like to keep him. And I still, a point I made the other week that I stole off of somebody else on Twitter is that, you know, I've seen people question Romero, how good he actually is or not. I think when he's alongside a fantastic partner, as we saw with Jan Vertonghen back in the day, who had a few wobbly moments until Toby Alderweireld arrived, and then there were far fewer. Hopefully we'll see the same with Christian Romero, and I suspect that we will. Um, Eric Dyer, actually, to give him his dues, a very good performance today from Eric Dyer. I thought um, strong in the tackle, decisive as well. Made a lot of sort of big interceptions, great in the air, good clearances, good performance from Eric Dyer. Long may it continue. Great squad player, keep him about the place, but needs to be replaced as a first team option. Ben Davis. He didn't make any defensive errors. Great, wasn't that sort of 
penetrating or effective going forwards. I didn't think I felt like he was emblematic of a lot of what Tottenham were doing tonight, which is not a lot, really. Didn't really look like there was much of a clue there. No clear kind of plan. Um, Nothing particularly decisive of note. Emerson Royale. Dare I say, maybe actually our man of the match. I know Harry Kane scored that great goal, but I thought Emerson Royale was fantastic today, being being completely honest about it. Um, up and down the wing, I thought he pressured very well in the opposition half, basically all over the pitch, pressured very well, made a number of really good interceptions. Um, I thought his tackling was on point. thought a lot of his passing was... Pretty crisp, pretty direct. Long may this continue, Emerson. This is the sort of performance we want to see and this is how we want to see you playing from now on. You know, maybe just getting his confidence back a bit. People not fucking booing him every time he comes on the fucking pitch might actually help, you know. Um, So, yeah, good performance today. Pierre Mahoybier, I thought he was pretty woeful. Um... I think his positioning's just off. I think he made a couple of decent tackles, a couple of decent passes, especially in the second half, to be fair. But I just, I don't know. I think he's starting to show signs of a player who's pretty exhausted, to be honest. Um, Because I'm not going to forget the fact he was absolutely fantastic at the start of the season, but at the moment he is not that. Um... I th- yeah, I found his general play quite slack. Um, but he's played a hell of a lot of games and he plays games with a great intensity. So it shouldn't come as a massive surprise that he is tailing off now after after that World Cup campaign. It'd be nice to see him rotated out for a bit. Rodrigo Bentancourt, you know, arguably our best player at the moment on form. Um He's, I just think he's fantastic. Mark Nesbitt, after I was bitching about Hoybier on Twitter, said that Ben Tenkor was having a terrible game. I didn't see that at all myself. Um, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant like he always is. He's composed. He's strong in the tackle. He presses. He's a real elite footballer, I think, actually. Um I don't even think it's a case of, oh, in a few years he might be all right. No, I think right now he's an elite level footballer. And my biggest fear with that is that he is just that player of that quality where a bigger club do just say, name your price. You know, he's he's kind of got that feeling about him. And I think, you know, wouldn't want to lose him. I'm not saying that for any stretch of the imagination, but still he's somebody who I reckon we could get 80 mill for you know I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen whether or not we use that very well I don't know maybe we should use that 80 mil to hire Brighton's recruitment team because they are pretty fucking spectacular aren't they Matoma man fucking hell Um, even Perisic meh you know alright I thought some of his set piece deliveries, corners were, were all right. It's what he kind of does best, isn't it? But other than that, you know, I just I think he's okay. But I just, I just think both 
on either wing back, you know, if we had players of real genuine quality on either side, as we saw back in the day when we had Rose and Walker, you can really, really hurt teams. You can really put teams under pressure. Um, and I just don't feel that we do that now. But he tries, you know, he does try. Um, and he has got a good delivery, so we'll give him that. Because um, the alternative is Ryan Sessegnon, and I think we're all a bit bored of that one. Dejan Kulisewski, good performance, but I still don't think he's quite there yet. I don't think he's quite up to speed yet. I mean, well... He's definitely not up to speed with how he was at the tail end of last year when he was like, you know, the Terminator. But he's he's good. He's a good player. I just don't think he looks that fit. Um, and he just doesn't look that sharp yet. But he'll get there. You know, he'll get there because he's quality. So, Huminson, he just should not be starting games for us at the moment. There was a lot of talk before the game. Paul O'Keefe had posted that he might be getting dropped for a Charleston. Don't know if it was an 11th hour change or whatever, but didn't happen. Sonny started the game. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's quite sad now. It's quite uncomfortable watching him trying to make something happen when it clearly isn't going to. Um, he just, like somebody said to me on Twitter, is he's like an old man at the moment. You know, he can't really run. He can't really get the ball in his feet properly. He doesn't seem to be able to trap the ball very well. He doesn't seem sharp. He just doesn't seem sharp in anything he does. And it does feel like we're playing with 10 men when he's on the pitch at the moment. I know that sounds harsh. And I know whatever he did a little layoff to Kane for Kane's goal. But let's be honest. That goal was all about Harry Kane. It wasn't about the ball being laid off to him by Hummin Son. Son is just not in a good place. And he did get sub today, which was interesting. He got sub for Richarlison. Um, I believe it was him anyway. It wasn't, or was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because Kulisevsky came off for Basuma. Um, so yeah, that, that, that change did happen. Um, and you know Richarlison didn't set the world on fire did he when he came on either but he uh, it'd be just it'd be nice to see him start in a few games now and give Sonny a bit of a rest and hope that with that he can maybe because I don't think it's a problem with his desire or his hunger I don't think it's like Son's not trying Um, and I don't I don't even feel like it's a case that he's trying too hard or anything don't feel that he's in his head. I just, I think, I, I honestly, I do think it's like a physical thing. I just don't think he's quite there yet. His turning and his, just all of it. He just doesn't seem to like snap, pop anymore like he used to. Um, but he's getting older, you know. We'll see what happens. Harry Kane, joint record goal scorer now with Jimmy Greaves. Pretty phenomenal. Um, it's surely a matter of time until he breaks that. He is, quite frankly, our best ever player. He just is. And, you know, I've seen the argument made a couple of times, and I've, I've even considered it myself on here, that, 
we should lose Harry Kane now because having him means that we don't play any high-intensity pressing football in the final third. And I, yeah, I, I can kind of see your point, but also it's Harry Kane, man. Like, soon he won't be here anymore and we'll be cross because we've signed somebody that gets, you know, 12 Premier League goals. Because that's what most strikers get, you know. <laughs> this is the thing. This is what people sort of neglect that, like, it's only really the properly quality players that score anywhere close to what Kane does, let alone match Kane's numbers. You know, there's a reason why he keeps winning the fucking golden boot or at least being up at that top end of the table, beaten generally only by the likes of people like Mo Salah because he's an utterly phenomenal footballer. So just don't wish him away. If he signs that new contract, if it is to be believed what David Ornstein is saying, that Kane's real desire is to get something over the line for Tottenham, to win something with Tottenham. The bloke is, I mean, he is a legend anyway, but in in every sense, he's a, he's a, he's an absolute legend and there needs to be a statue built of him outside the ground after he retires he's going to be our record goal scorer wouldn't it be lovely if that statue could have him holding a Champions League trophy because it feels like the man deserves it right it feels like the club fucking deserves it I don't care man I'm not we we flagellate enough right we do we self-flagellate um, we call ourselves Spursy and we say this and whatever, but we fucking deserve one of the big ones, man. We just do. We just do. For everything we've put into it over the past few years, we've still got one of the best fan bases in the country, man. Like, you know, right, we have a moan about the owners and stuff here and there and whatever. There's a few boos at half time sometimes, but even then, I think we beat ourselves up too much, man. Like, our away support is always sold out. The stadium, whatever crap game it is, is generally always sold out as well. Expensive tickets as well, man. You know, it's just a, it's a fan base, it's a team, it's a club that is starved of success at the moment. Players like Harry Kane, Hummin Son, Hugo Lloris that haven't won anything in a Tottenham shirt. They deserve it, man. Everybody does. So if we can somehow, by some sort of miracle, FA Cup would be delightful, absolutely wonderful, brilliant, be great. But the dare is to do, you know? And if we can just try and find that, that bit of magic in the Champions League and just do it this year, oh, please, you know, please. I think I'll leave that there. Thank you to everybody that is supporting the show. Um, on the Buy Me A Coffee website, you can find that link in bio on the Twitter page. I'll probably do a, a pod with somebody in the week. So, yeah. Come on, you guys. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.